The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. everybody sunday august 13th bryce had this idea and the idea is that we are going to run down the 2023 football season giving if you could attend one game on that given week where are you going why are you going there here are the rules you can't pick a virginia tech game and you cannot go to the same stadium twice so if Bryce decides to go to Autzen Stadium, he can't go there again. If Pat decides to go to Baton Rouge, he can't go there again, no matter how poorly he wants to go. So that's the podcast. I'm checking in from New England. New England in the summer is undefeated. Patrick, how are you doing, my friend? You got a hat on? Looks like you're going to golf. Yeah, we're playing Cabarrus Country Club, also known as Carabas. We like to call it Carabas. Uh, home course of... PGA professional and Virginia Tech Hokie Trevor Cohn up in Concord. So we're going to have a good Sunday here playing with uh, Griff Dog, Casey, and Chris Irwin. We got, So it's me and Griff against a, a Buckeye and a Georgia Bulldog. Should be a good day. And Bryce, Bryce, what do you have going on, man? Boys, good morning. How are we? Excellent. We just gave you the rundown. Yeah, I mean, sounds like we're great. Um, sounds like we're having uh, a great day here. Um, first and foremost, thanks for having me on again, and always, you know, love getting on here with you guys. Um, two things, though, want to clear up before we get started. Um, first one, so we can we can go see the same team twice. Yes, we just can't go to their stadium. Yes, precisely. Okay. That's that's the first thing. Second thing, I just want to get like just take care of the elephant in the room. Billy, have you gotten TSA pre-check in the last week? No, no, I have not. Um, what have you been doing? I haven't had time to schedule. I, look, my commitment to you guys, I'll have T- TSA pre-check before the year is over. Really quickly, all, all this stemmed from flying out of Charlotte. It took a little bit longer than I would have liked. And apparently that was my fault for not having TSA pre-check. I think you have to factor it in. I think you have to factor it in as a part of the evaluation. But either way, going to get TSA pre-check. It seems like a no-brainer at this point. I mean, John um, Rothstein's been tweeting about TSA pre-check being a no-brainer since like 2014. So well, I don't know what you're doing. You know, Bill, obviously Pat and I are as big as Charlotte homers as, as there are out there. And right. if you're going to come at our airport – and not have TSA pre-check. And we've talked about this at length. I, I really just mm. getting it out there so that the, your listeners can be aware. If you don't have TSA pre-check, I think that's more on you than the airport. So I want to hear people's thoughts. Obviously, it's not the center of the podcast. It's not a roast bill podcast. We should do one of those. I have tons <laughs> of notes. Um, but I, I, this is me telling you, you need to get it. Let's do it soon. Let's take care of it. 
your credit card probably reimburses you. So there's really no excuse. It does. It does. Yeah. I, it indeed okay. does. Real quick, before we get into week one, we put out a tweet last night about preferred kickoff times. And Patrick, I actually want to start with you because I know you're a huge proponent of the eight o'clock prime time slot. Are you still first round draft pick, 815, 830 window? I think the argument that we had previously was what is the definition of prime time? And okay, that, is, that, is, that was what it was. Hey, you right. guys can kick off at six o'clock on the ACC network on a Friday or eight o'clock on the ACC network on Saturday, I prefer the eight o'clock kick. Uh, but in my opinion, the best time is three 30. Mm-hmm. You day trip it, you get a nice tailgate in maybe a post game tailgate. And uh, you have a lot of options with the three 30 game. You don't have to stay overnight, um, which a lot of the Richmond commuters love as well. So I, I'm a three 30 stand. 3.30, got 50% of the vote, 6 o'clock, 27, 8.30, 18, and noon, 6%. I will say the 6 o'clock, 6.30 window where you start as a day game and you move your way into a night game is, is awesome. And Bryce, I know you wanted, as a father, as a charlotter, I know you might want to stand up for the 6% receiving noon game. Before we jump in, do you have anything to say about noon games? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a lot to say on a couple things. One, I, I feel like I need some glasses in my hand because Pat just sounds so matter-of-fact and so smart when he puts those in front of me. It's like I feel like I'm in a room with a lawyer, so uh, something I should think about myself. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the, obviously the time changes based on the opponent, based on wh- where you are in life. Um, 3.30 is, is it for me. I think that's the best, I think. It does you don't have to get up early? You can still watch the night games. Um, I don't. I don't mind the new kick. Um, and like you said, being a new dad, new, a new dad, the eight o'clock is just out for me. Like <laughs> I'm not going to that football game. It's a really tough sell. Um, we're we're gonna day trip for the Purdue game. I think uh, Pat and I are gonna gonna do that here from Charlotte. Uh, I don't mind twelve. The night game, unless it's like a big time opponent, is probably gonna be last for me. Which, when I was you know nineteen, completely different answer. Too long of a tailgate, no time to go downtown. Downtown's an absolute disaster. If you're driving home, it's also a disaster. So, let's crack into these uh, these games. We're starting with week one. Week We're, one. Are we, not do, are we not doing week zero? There's not enough games on week zero. I didn't prepare week zero. If you have a preferred game for I'll week zero, go for it. If we had to pick the three of us with caravan to Dublin, Ireland. Watch Notre Dame meet the midship, beat the midshipmen, and then we're back for week one. So we've done week mm-hmm. zero. Let's move on. Yes. Great. <laughs> week one. Old Dominion comes to Virginia Tech. Bryce, we are going to give you first pick for coming up with the concept, and uh, you can go ahead and make your pick. So um, for the listeners, to be clear, and Bill, apologies if I said this, this is the game we want to go to, not what yes. we think is the best game, because I think my yes. answer is different here, and you'll see why. Um, so I looked at the whole slate. Um, one thing that jumps out real quick, Penn state's a 20 point favorite over West Virginia. I think that's kind of crazy week one. I, I, I just had to bring it up. I just saw it. It seems nuts. Um, so week one, first pick, I know what people think I should do, but I'm actually picking UNC versus South Carolina. Wow. A neutral site game. Well, I think someone else's pick's going to be a neutral site game. So don't give me too hard of a time for that. 
I, it's obviously here in Charlotte. If I, if I was fresh out of school, had some buddies that wanted to go to the game and went to the, one of those two schools, I'd be convincing them to get a lake house for Labor Day weekend here at Lake Norman or Lake Wiley. They're both great, a little different vibe at each, but they're both great. I'd stay the weekend, come to the city to tailgate. The game's at 7.30. Your team wins, you go out. Your team loses, you, you go out. Who cares? It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great game. South Carolina finished so hot last year, and UNC's got Drake May. It's a bit of a homecoming for him. I know he went to North Carolina, but he is from Charlotte. Um, I think it's going to be a really, really good football game, and it's the one that I would want to go to week one. Pick number two. <clears throat> Pat, you and I – Wish this game happened about a month and a half later. We are talking about Florida traveling to Utah on Thursday night and playing in Salt Lake City. Let's talk about a couple of things that are awesome. An SEC school coming to Utah. The people watching is going to be out of control. You are going to have Florida men coming into contact with Mormons crawling all over the city of Salt Lake City. It's going to be out of control, people watching. Number two. Usually, in the Mitchell household, when an SEC opponent is traveling to another program and another conference, my father parades around the house and he says, this conference is not ready for big boy football. I'm going to say what Lee Corso would say, not so fast. Utah is the real deal this season. I usually say Western schools are soft. Utah is big boy football. They're a tough program. They have a lot of seniors on this team. They're well coached. This is not a finesse bunch. This is a punch-you-in-the-mouth football team in Utah who has a real chance, I think, to make the college football playoff this year. Um, so that's my pick. I'm going to Florida and Utah and Salt Lake City on Thursday night. I think we made this easy for Pat. <laughs> so you guys actually might be surprised with my pick, but I'm actually going up to Happy Valley week one. Wow. You might say, Pat, why would you not save it for later in the season for the whiteout game? And here's my answer. I Well, first of all, West Virginia plays at Penn State. Neil Brown is most certainly on the hot seat up at West Virginia. Um, and this is one of the more anticipated Penn State campaigns over the last few years. Did you know that Penn State and West Virginia used to play each other every year up until 1992? So they've actually played each other 49 times. And Penn State's overall record against West Virginia is 42, six and one. So they have clearly uh, had the upper hand in this, uh, we'll call it a rivalry. Haven't played in over 30 years. Um, but for me, it's just, you got two awesome fan bases in Penn State and West Virginia. You know that Beaver Stadium is going to be rocking. I-, I would put the first game of the season at any big time school mm-hmm. up against any atmosphere. You know, mm-hmm. just because it's not the whiteout game doesn't mean it's not going to be special. So I'm, right. I'm taking taking the show up to University Park. I, I'm really Tap surprised. In. That no one's, Go ahead, Bryce. I'm really surprised no one's going to the game in Orlando because I think undisputed that's the best game of the week. Okay, LSU, undisputed. Here's the thing. That means you have to go to Orlando. No offense, Hunter Couture. Please do not take offense. <laughs> I agree, but it is a potential playoff game, playoff preview. It's the best That's game. Fine. Of the That's fine. That's fine. It's not an Orlando fan either. It's it's I, a, it, it's not as much as an indictment in Orlando as it is on neutral site fields, which I get for you. It's in Charlotte. It's a great opportunity. There's a good storyline, but that the fact that those games are not being played at Baton Rouge and Tallahassee is a is a true 
shame. It may it, it it's it's a complete miss uh, in my. I, I will opinion. say though, Labor Day weekend games are kind of tough. A lot mm-hmm. of people have like not, I don't want to say rituals, but things they do with their families. Like we generally go to the beach as a family to celebrate my mom and I's birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm probably more asked to go to like Nashville next year, which I, I believe is a neutral site game. That might have changed. Doesn't matter. Versus going to say Blacksburg for the Old Dominion game. And right. I think some fans might have a similar take. Like I know the Penn State game is great. Are people really want to spend Labor Day weekend Happy Valley if you're like 26 years old? I don't know. Maybe not. Interesting take. I don't. I don't know if I disagree. I don't know if I can disagree with that. I. I am just so out on the pageantry of missing out on the pageantry of home games. But um, that's our trip. Happy Valley, Bank of America, and Utah. Moving on to week two, and Pat, you get to go first. Virginia mm-hmm. Tech takes on Purdue at home. Pat, I have one I really want to go to. I hope you don't steal it. Okay, so for week two. It's funny because I think I know what you're talking about. Um, and I am taking the family down to the big easy because Tulane is hosting the Rebels of Ole Miss down there in New Orleans. You know, you know there's going to be a spicy tailgate and a spicy football game uh, down there at Tulane. Excellent pick. Not the pick. I, I have this yellow. This is my that is my second round pick. I am going to Boulder, Colorado. I am getting back on the plane and I am flying to the Midwest because I can just not be fired up for Deion Sanders in his first home game at Colorado. Matt Rule is a proven commodity at a program with rich history that everybody wants to be good again. Boulder, Colorado is awesome. The stands are going to be packed. I got to get to Boulder, Nebraska at Colorado week two. I don't mean to be mean. Did y'all look at the schedule for week two? Like, did you actually even scroll down to the bottom? I see it. How, I you see had it. a chance to go see Texas at Alabama, and you're going anywhere else in Alabama after you just told me about the home game and the pageantry? You see two of the most historical programs in Tuscaloosa in a year where Texas feels like they have a legitimate chance to be in the playoffs? And you're going to go see Dion, who's probably going to go three and nine this year with his 67 new players. Look, a couple other storylines. I feel like I'm getting Justin Jefferson like in the fourth (laughs) round here in the fantasy draft. (laughs) Um, I I am going to Alabama, which is what I have as my first pick. Can't believe I get to use it. I think it's an absolute no-brainer. It might be the game of the year. I hope it is because I'm going to have a great time there. Um, But, yeah, number two, super easy, Texas-Bama. Couple other notes on that. Last year's win was the first true, uh, excuse me, it's the biggest non conference home game for Alabama, maybe since 2011 when they played Penn State. And Alabama has not lost a regular season non conference game since 2007. So, um, solid list there. But yeah, that's that certainly probably going to be the game of the year. I just have to find a way to get to Colorado, and I figured to take it there. I, I love Texas money line for that game because it's going to get great odds. And I have no idea who's going to take snaps for Alabama. Week three, Virginia Tech at Rutgers. Everybody's going to be at Rutgers. It's the takeover in Piscataway. So this is obviously a dream. We're painting a dream here. Uh, But Bryce, you get to go again. Number one pick for you, week three in college football. Um, So 
I, I originally did this list thinking I was not going to see any team play twice, regardless of being at their stadium or not. That's how I did my list. So that's why my answer might confuse a little bit. Um, on the way I was breaking down the schedule, this would be my only time to see LSU play. Um, they're in Starksville. Not ideal. I'm not asked. If I'm going to go to Mississippi, I'd rather go to the other, watch the other team play. Uh, week three is kind of a weird slate of games. I think Tennessee, Florida's that week. Um, but I'm going to go see the LSU Tigers. I, I think they got enough to, um, you know, maybe win the SEC this year. Mississippi State, I, I might have to wear some earplugs. Not my AirPods because these things are awful. But maybe some uh, some earplugs for the for the bells. But I think it's going to be a good time and a good football game. So I'm going to go to uh, to Mississippi State. Mississippi State, solid solid pick. But I'm going to go <clears throat> week three with Pittsburgh at West Virginia in Morgantown. It is one of the best rivalries in college football. Morgantown is a fantastic place to watch football. And I want to shout out these two athletic departments. Conference realignment can kick rocks. We are playing the games that we want to play. And I just want to let you know that Morgantown, uh, I'm sorry, West Virginia and Pittsburgh have got on their schedule for 2023, 2024, 2025, 2029, 2030, 2031, and 2032. They're playing the backyard brawl. That's important to them, and they put it on the schedule. So I am going to Morgantown, West Virginia in week three. Bill, on that note, I know those two teams, we have a bias against them. We do. It's yes. all spade a spade. Is that the most, like, um, what's we're looking for? Underrated Heated. rivalry. Is that the most underrated rivalry game in the country? It gets no, I it think gets the love it deserves, and it is a, a awesome football game. I think it is because everybody thinks of the last week of the season. I don't think anybody outside of like between maybe New York and probably North Carolina cares about that game, but the heat and intensity of that game every time that it's played is so hot. Um, I do think that it's up there as one of the most underrated rivalries in college football. And I am glad it's back on the schedule. With that. Without a doubt. I think the true college football fan really acknowledges the history that those fan bases have for each other. Game last year was awesome. It was. Kicked off week one and it was a, uh, you know, some back and forth in the fourth quarter. All right. I got for week three, little 330 CBS SEC game of the week. The Gamecocks are going down to Athens. They're piling into Sanford Stadium. And that's going to be a fun time. You know, mm-hmm. you got you got a lot of momentum in that South Carolina program right now. Obviously, you know, Georgia's going to be good. And uh, I'm excited to see what South Carolina can do. Billy went down there in 2019 and saw South Carolina beat the Georgia Bulldogs uh, in front of their home crowd. I think it was week four or week five. It was, it was sometime uh, around the same same it's time. Like a week or, two, week or two after the Notre Dame game, Will Muschamp yeah. decided to pony up one last time. So uh, that is my Georgia game of the year. It's not a night game, so not going to be as uh, as epic as I've seen Sanford, but sure will be a good time. Week four is a potential for a lot of Hokie fans to potentially make a trip. Uh, Virginia Tech is traveling to Huntington, West Virginia, to play Marshall this week. Pat Finn, your pick. I mean, it's Notre Dame, Ohio State. Go up to South Bend, a little return visit. Uh, Notre Dame visited 
the horseshoe last year early in the year and uh i guess it was it was a competitive game but um your first year head coach marcus freeman who was making his ohio state homecoming fell short uh this year it's going to be different sam hartman under center for the irish you got another solid rock solid ohio state team coming in um interested to see you know how their quarterback situation shakes out but um you know, these home and homes that Notre Dame has done over the past few years, you know, they do one with Georgia. I'm interested to see how many Ohio State fans are in Notre Dame Stadium uh, on the 23rd, um, because Georgia probably took up, you know, 40, 45 percent of the stadium back in 2017, I believe it was. And uh, looking looking forward to see what happens up there. But that is my pick for week four. I'm so I'm so glad you brought this up because I'll say this every time I get an opportunity. If you think Notre Dame doesn't schedule hard games, you are not doing your research and you are being lazy. So go ahead and go look at the games that Notre Dame schedules. It's not their fault if USC sucks for a decade. It's not their fault. Some of the teams they decide to play are not holding up their end of the bargain. They're always playing great brands. I'm pretty surprised you didn't take this game. It is the opportunity that the ACC needs to have every eyeball on the ACC. Playoff contention is up for grabs. Uh, There's a lot, a lot, a lot of hype on this Florida State team. We're wondering how Clemson bounces back after a down year last year. Give me Florida State headed to Death Valley in Clemson to play each other for, you know, what could be the first of two games we see Florida State and Clemson play each other in the 2023 season. Yeah, Bill, I, I, I think that's, I think that's the right pick. That's what I had penciled in, um, which is probably a bigger reason why I didn't pick Florida state week one based on the rules that I highlighted earlier. But with that being off the board, um, I think this gives me a chance to go somewhere kind of different someplace. I've never been somewhere where I don't know if it's going to be that great of a game, but I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. They got a great quarterback and it's one of the three places you can actually tailgate on the water prior to the game. So I'm going to go to Cal versus Washington at Washington um, before the weather gets too bad. Is is it Michael Penix Jr. quarterback there? I know some people have him uh, top five in their, their Heisman ballot to start the season. You know, they've always had a good team the last decade. I don't think they get the attention they deserve. Obviously, that's no longer going to be a conference game for them. They're moving to the Big Ten. I think it'd be a really fun time. It's a bucket list spot. I mean, there's their stadium. I don't know if you've seen pictures. It's gorgeous. It's like right there on the water. Looks awesome. I can't go to to the other Death Valley for for the ACC potential game of the year. Um, I'm going to go to Washington and and watch that show. Interesting that you would go see Cal. Is that really is that really moving? There's two good SEC games that you could you could go into in, in place of that. See, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, Old Miss Alabama. Bryce is yeah. already picked Alabama. So that's out in Arkansas LSU. Bryce has already picked LSU. <laughs> Come look at my notes. I was ready for this. So <laughs> my top choice got picked. I highlighted that. So I got I'm left with the I'm left with the crumbs. And you know what? I'm gonna pick the biggest crumb. The biggest yeah. crumb is I mean, going to happen. You could go to Auburn. You know Auburn's playing at AM that week, too. And you could go to uh, Will, Willie B and see the Gamecocks host Mississippi State. The other I, game that nobody's talking about outside of the SEC is Chip Kelly is going to Utah to play Utah in Salt Lake City. I couldn't choose that game. UCLA-Utah is going to be a good football game. A lot of points I, are going to be scored. 
You're really getting ahead here. I have Utah later, so be patient. <laughs> and you said there's Easter a game. Egg. Is there a game at Auburn? Is that what you said? I've been to Auburn. Auburn, Auburn at Texas A&M in College uh, Station. I, I think I have A&M yeah. on the. I have A&M on the board later, guys. Okay. I've okay. About all of this. I okay. also don't need to go see the SEC every week. I just don't. That's true. I'm taking. True. I might. I'm taking my wife. We're gonna have a nice trip to Seattle. We've never been. <laughs> Late September. Weather's fine. Maybe sure. be on the body of water tailgating. This is this is my pick. I didn't judge you when you picked Boulder and New Orleans for some Tulane game when there's a game <laughs> in Tuscaloosa. They'll play nice, guys. Play nice. Okay. Week five. Pittsburgh at Virginia Tech. This week is probably the worst week in college football. Uh don't love the slate. Uh, but Bryce, you get uh you get first pick in week five. I this is probably going to be everyone's pick. I think this is a bucketless place. I, I was not a I was not a diehard tech fan when we traveled there. Um, I I don't know. If, again, it's going to be a close game. I think it could be at some point. But I'm going to go see the is it the Big Sea of Red? Is that, is that what they call themselves in Lincoln? I'm going to go to the uh, Michigan at Nebraska. Um, wow. Another bucketless spot. I think it'd be a great time. I have some friends going. Um, I really like. Michigan this year. I, I really hope they, they get it done again. Um, I think it'd be um, a good time. I think Michigan wins big, but it would be a really fun experience. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even have that game on my radar. I went with I went with South Carolina traveling to Tennessee. This is a revenge game for Tennessee. I have never been to Knoxville for a game. It looks fantastic, uh, although the stadium does look like it needs a renovation. South Carolina derailed Tennessee's season last year. Uh, and here's an opportunity for Tennessee to punch somebody in the mouth. They're going to have a new quarterback. Um, and uh, let's see if Josh Heupel, I think all the hype around him is he could be one of the better one of the better new coaches or the best new coach in college football. And um, we're going to see how that pans out with a new quarterback. So I'm going to, I'm going to Knoxville. A lot of games on this slate are kind of just in the solid category, but you're not getting the elite matchups. Um, yeah, you got Florida at Kentucky. Michigan State, Iowa, uh, Texas A&M playing at Arkansas, all like solid games. I would enjoy going to all these games. Um, for me, I want to check out Kinnick Stadium and see them do the wave to the Children's Hospital. So I'm going to make my visit out to Iowa. I don't know if that's a, 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 a direct flight from Charlotte out to Iowa City. Going to need to do some uh, research on that. But Michigan State at Iowa uh, to see the wave and experience not that many points. Um, Billy, please do me a favor. Can we take that clip out of context and say <laughs> Pat wants to go to a game to see the wave? Yes. Yes, is, we could do that. That would be high-quality content. Um, <laughs> that's my first comment, too. I'm really surprised after we just went over the how great the Auburn games would be that no one picked the Georgia-Auburn game. But Yeah, it's too early. It's too. I'm a Hugh Freeze buyer. I don't think that Auburn's going to really put, put up much of a fight against uh, – against Georgia. So that's, it was that's a point, why I yeah. I think that's going to be a point for, for me. Bulldogs again, but moving on. Week six, Patrick, you get the first pick. Virginia Tech is taking on Florida State this week, and William and Mary is, go, uh, is going to give UVA a dogfight this week as well. Um, but what is, your, what is your number one pick here for week six? So I think Bryce might be upset with this pick, <laughs> but I am going to College Station, and I am – witnessing the Alabama Crimson Tide hopefully put a beat down 
in front of whatever it is, 105, 110,000 screaming Aggie fans. You know, just they're recruiting and just the whole Aggie culture is something I want to see. Um, obviously, they had a number one class. The 23 class was the number one class overall, and they were awful last year. Um, what is Jimbo Fisher doing? What are Aggie fans how are Aggie fans going to respond to Jimbo Fisher uh, performance on the field this year? So I will take my talents to college station. Just, just this quick side comment. Are we, are we actively rooting for, for A&M to get it together? Like, no, you're not. No, okay. just curious. I'm not a Jimbo know, guy. Week, week two, it's it, week two, not to go back to it is a game between two teams that just have not gotten it together. And it's A&M traveling to Miami. So, like, someone's got to win that game. Like, do we want AM to kind of show up and be the team we expect them to be, or are we content them just being underachieving eight and four? I, I don't, I'm kind of indifferent, but I wanted to hear y'all's opinion. Um, moving on, or not moving on, this pick I'm going to take because there's an obvious pick, and I, I, I believe Bryce will take this one. But I have heard a ton out of Mike Loxley about how much he believes in his football team. Uh, Maryland played Ohio State very well last season at home. Maryland is going to go into Columbus with the better quarterback in this matchup. I have never been to Columbus before, so I'm going to go to Columbus and watch Maryland play Ohio State. I might get some grief for this. I do think UMD is going to have a better football season this year than people believe they will. I'm not saying they're going to beat Ohio State, but I do think they're going to beat some folks they're not supposed to this year. Yeah, I, I don't hate that pick. Um, I am actually going to go to a different conference. I don't even know if we brought this conference up yet. I am going to the Friday night game, Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Wow. Um, wow. I, it would be electric. You know, it's the lot. Uh, no, they're supposed to stay in the same conference. Um, it just both those teams just seem like they score a ton of points. Uh, it seems really fun. It might be the game of the year in the Big Twelve. Um, I think it's just going to be awesome. It's going to be electric. I mean, you know, the Texas State Fair yes. is also that week. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, guys, I had my own rules. <laughs> I've already seen Texas play. Uh-huh. I saw them play week two. They're out. Mister Neutral Site. This is this is Kansas State at Oklahoma State. It might be the big, you know, it's two teams that I don't think get as much love as they should because Oklahoma's been the staple uh, in the Big 12 up until last year. It's probably the two top teams coming back this year. Um, and it's Friday night. I mean, the over-under could be 100. I don't know. Sounds fun. Last game to keep an eye on that week is an uh, ACC game. Notre Dame travels to Louisville that week. And Louisville is a talented bunch. So just that'll be an interesting game in the ACC. And again, William and Mary and UVA are going to be duking it out. So moving on to week seven, week seven, Bryce, you get the first pick. Wake Forest travels to Virginia Tech this week. Where are you going? I, this is the one where I I go to Notre Dame. Um, It's probably the game of the week. Caleb Williams and and the Trojans are, are coming to town. Um, I don't know what the record of Notre Dame has been against the Trojans as of late, but I feel like they've kind of dominated that series. Um, this is a time where USC thinks they got a great chance to make the playoffs. Um, that'll probably be an undefeated USC team traveling. 
um, to Fort Bend. It's not Fort Bend. What's um, where they play? South, South Bend. South Bend. Thank you. Um, so I, I think I think that's a no brainer pick, and that's what I'm picking. My week seven pick. This was tough, but I wanted to save the other team in my back pocket. So I'm going to go watch Auburn play LSU. I'm going to go watch Hugh Freeze travel to Baton Rouge. Going to visit my cousin Lindsay, who's getting married in December. I'm going to go to Auburn LSU. The last time that I went to an Auburn LSU game was the year LSU won the national title. Auburn played LSU better than probably anybody that entire year. Uh, had a great time. Uh, so I'm going to Baton Rouge. Not a bad pick, Bill. You know, um, for week seven, they're going to be on a heater, and I'm going to be following their vapor trail. Um, and due to some of the other, <laughs> some of the other teams on this list here, um, by process of elimination, I'm actually going to make my first visit to Alabama and see them host Arkansas. Arkansas headed to Alabama, Tuscaloosa, week eight. Virginia Tech is on a bye week. Pat Finn, your pick. So the bye week is <laughs> one of the better weeks and lineups of the entire season. I was thinking the same thing. It's like it, football's like it's on. You know what I mean? So EJ, my good buddy, who you guys know, is getting married that day. So, you know, text me the score updates. Um, I'm in the wedding. Can't be, uh, can't be huddled in front of a TV all day long. But I mean, you have Tennessee going to Alabama, certainly a revenge matchup. Um, you got Ole Miss at Auburn. You got Michigan at Michigan State. Um, you know, Penn State, Ohio State, and it's going to be Penn State, Ohio State for me. Um, you know, I think going up to the horseshoe. For the first time in nine years, for me, should be a good time. But um, I got Penn State at Ohio State. This is what happens when you leave your pick on the board too long. Bryce, I know you had it in your back pocket. You were waiting to go to Tuscaloosa. I'm going to go to Tuscaloosa, and I'm going to watch Tennessee play Alabama in one of the best SEC games of the entire season. I'm headed to Tuscaloosa to watch those two teams deke it out. He looks, he looks kind of bummed. <laughs> I mean, you, you think, have, I guess he didn't think he would have the third pick on that. Well, because, I mean, Penn State, Ohio State, that's the game. Um, being that I can't do that. I can uh, bail you out. I got a good, I got a good one that would have won my first round pick, but I, I saved it. I think, I think, uh, you know, with what's left on the board and, and what I've used and what I'm going to use, it's probably a really good chance to go see Minnesota, Iowa. Um, you know, go check out the wave that that Pat just loved so much. He was texting me the whole time. He's like, hey, I was so wrong on the wave. I understand it's a different type of wave, but we're going to use that out of context when we make fun of you for it. Um, you know, that's going to be peak Big Ten football, um, probably nine points total. It's going to be cold. Or starting to get cold. Um, this is just a product of me picking third and what I have left. So, but not, no discredit to Iowa. Um, Minnesota, Iowa is still going to be a good football game. It'd be a lot of fun. Um, so that'll be my pick. 
So just to confirm, you left Utah, USC in Los Angeles on the board, Clemson, already, Miami I've on the board. I've already seen USC. I've already seen and, USC. And UVA and UNC. You already saw UNC. So, okay. Your, UVA, your rules UNC. are really, really right. I mean, oh. you can go and hate watch. I think, I think that'd be fun. I mean, I it wasn't my pick, but I'm just going off of what's left. Hey, I, I've uh, seen UNC play. I've seen USC play. Oregon's still on the board, so that's what I picked. It's okay. Week nine, Syracuse at Virginia Tech on Thursday night. Bryce, kick us off. Um, it's always better to pick first. Um, th- this is this is the week I'm going to go see Oregon play. Oregon at Utah. I I feel like I've gotten a lot of conference games of the year. I think this is probably one of them too. Um, I know everyone's got USC Pennsylvania as the favorite, but. Those two teams have have been carrying the torch for the last five years, while USC has been awaiting a Lincoln rivalry to re, you know recover that program. Um, probably be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if ski season starting yet in Utah. Not that I ski, but um, maybe be a chance to learn. I, I I think that's up there for conference game of the year for the pack for the depleting Pac-12, and that's where I'm that's where I'm going. I am so glad this game is still on the list. Luke Fickle, former nose guard for Ohio State. Luke Fickle was also the interim coach for Ohio State when Jim Tressel was suspended. I did not know that. I learned that during my research. Luke Fickle led Cincinnati to the college football playoff. He won coach of the year, and he is now the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. The Wisconsin Badgers, who score negative points almost every single week when they play, hired Phil Longo from UNC to be their offensive coordinator. Give me Ohio State traveling to Madison, Wisconsin that week. I am going to Wisconsin. I am jumping around, and I am having a good time watching some big-time, big-time football. Give me Wisconsin hosting Ohio State. I I was ready for you to tell me where Luke Fickle went to middle school there. (laughs) (laughs) So you're on that you're on that Ohio State vapor trail, and I was about to be on it too, Bill. Um, it was between Ohio State at Wisconsin, but since that is off the list, it makes it easier for me. I am uh, putting on my nice attire and preparing some mint juleps and some dark and stormies and you know a lot of other cocktails because we're going down to jacksonville we're going to we're going to jack's beach on friday night lynch's irish pub we're gonna have a great time great call along with the band and then the next day we're gonna see the uh the georgia florida tradition halloween weekend every year at tia bank cref whatever it's called now stadium home of the jaguars georgia florida florida georgia uh, we went back in 2018. Bryce and I had a good time, and uh, we're running. You, you go into the four. You go into the four. Go to the four. We might even <laughs> get in a few nights early and go to Frat Beach up at uh, what is it, Saint Simon's Island, uh, the day before. So I am doing the cocktail party. Week ten, Virginia Tech takes on Louisville. A couple interesting games here, but I, I, I think. Damn, I don't even get to go first. Damn. Okay, Pat's gonna Pat's gonna take mine, but go go ahead, Pat. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I purposely neglected Florida State and Clemson uh, from earlier in the year because I like following Notre Dame around. But uh, Notre Dame 
travels to Death Valley. It's a, you, it already has the ABC logo next to the name. You know that name. You know that game's going to be in prime time. Notre Dame at Clemson uh, is my pick. I'm so glad, so glad you did not take. I like Bill picked this, t- picked this place already. I hope I didn't. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to the Oklahoma, Oklahoma State game. It's the last battle of Bedlam. The first meeting was in 1904. They've played each other 117 times. The conference realignment, cover your kids' ear, bullshit, has eliminated this game from the future. I'm going to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and I'm going nuts. Bedlam. Some great memories watching that as a kid and as a uh, young adult. So I'm going to go catch the last, uh, the last one we'll see for a while. I did not think you were going that direction. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> I do hope that rivalry sticks. Um, that'll probably be up there for the best non-conference rivalry starting next year. I hope, hope they keep it. Um, those games are important to the fabric of college football. Um, and they, they just need to be played. Just period. Everybody wants that. Um, but I, um, I, I'll probably be a week where, where Billy's jealous and he's going to be texting me the whole time because um, I'm, I'm going to the Grove. Um, Texas A&M comes to town. By then, they'll probably have a combined six losses. I, I don't know. I, it's where we in November yet. Um, doesn't matter. I, I, it's, it's the top item for me of schools I want to visit. I'm still waiting to do that trip with you guys. Uh, definitely want to do it. But um, my pick that week is is going to be the Aggies playing the Rebels. Pretty surprising to see LSU and Alabama left on the board in uh, in week yeah. ten. And but and uh, UConn and UConn at Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> and what a weird matchup! UConn <laughs> going to Neyland Stadium playing at Tennessee. Oh, uh, week eleven. Virginia Tech is traveling to Boston. Um, this is a fun week. This is a really fun week. Um, I'm hoping somebody selects the game that I want to select here, but I'm, I, I've never been to Eugene. Eugene is in my top five of stadiums I really, really want to go to. This game can decide the Pac-12. Oregon has won a Pac-12 high of four Pac-12 championships. Um, the game has only pl- been played since 2011, the actual championship game, and USC has only won one. Um, so give me USC traveling to Oregon in week 11. It's a good pick. The jerseys are going to be awesome. That's just going to look really cool. Yeah. Is it, is it you or me, Pat? It's, 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 it's actually your pick. You should have won first, but I just completely. That's okay. Winner, okay. So wow. Sorry. Wow. I, I picked Oregon. I understand it. This is your wow. game. You're going to change the rules. Illegal I, yes. formation. That's fine. Um, this, you know, I, I gave you a hard time with your pick week one or week two. I don't remember what it was, but I did give you a hard time. So this is kind of my segment of, you know, I'm not going to see the best game, but I'm going to places that I want to go see. This is the one where I, I do go to Boulder myself. Uh, I, I wanted to see Coach Prime in year one. I, I know I made a joke about him bringing in 60 new players, which he probably did. Um, Arizona's traveling to Colorado. Um might be a chance for them to actually win a game. It, it could be a tough year for them. I hope not, but it could be. Um, I, I think uh, we we'll, might, might see them kind of get things going towards late in the year and it'd be a good game to be there for. The unbiased, the unbiased one. Oh, the Billy, unbiased. Wants to, hey, Billy wants to pick again. Yeah, there's, there's a game that I now know Pat can't pick. Um, but, but Pat, what do you got? 
What do you got? Okay, for me? So I'm actually I'm having a tough time with some of these. Like, there's a lot of again, there's some SEC games that would be interesting to go to. I've already been to Georgia. Um, I I just saw Florida play in Jacksonville, so I don't need to go to LSU. I'm not going to Missouri. I got to be honest. Drinkwitz just he kind of really just bugs me. He gives me the um, ick, dude. He gives I have me the no, ick. No, I have no interest in going to Missouri until they get you know their next Chase Daniel. Um. So that being said, the unbiased college football analyst is going to look at this Duke at Carolina game and say, wow. They're going to say, wow, look at this quarterback matchup. You're right. You're right. Tobacco Road football edition. That being said, I am not – going anywhere near Carolina on a football <laughs> game day. Why would anyone do that? Why would anyone waste some time? If they're not watching their team playing, what do you – Billy, I know you suggested, like, hate watching. Don't waste your time. Respect yourself a little bit more, my friend. Okay? Can I can so, I say something awful? that Y'all, y'all are going to hate this. Just warning you. You're going to hate it. Go that. ahead. Here we go. That game could potentially decide who plays in the ACC championship game. I know you hate yeah. it. Yeah, know, Florida, everyone wants it to be Clemson, Florida State, and it's chiseled in stone. But if if we knew the results, we wouldn't even play the games. Those two, Duke is going. Duke is much better than people want to give them credit for. Carolina's got the best quarterback potentially in the conference. Both the, those teams, one of them could go ten and two. I know it sounds crazy, but it could happen. It sure can. So. I'm not going though. So, <laughs> so it doesn't. Florida State plays Miami, um, and then there were two. There were two Big Twelve games that really caught my eye: West Virginia at Oklahoma, and Texas at TCU. I remember the first time game day went to Fort Worth a long time ago, and it you know everyone's wearing the cool cowboy hats. I was like, oh, this TCU place looks pretty fun, but I am going to call Bryce and say, Hey man, how was your trip out to Seattle? Tell me about it. I know it might be a little chillier, but uh, we're going to see some good football out there. Um, Solid quarterback battle, Utah. That could be, that could also be the game of the year in the conference, Bryce, Utah at Washington. Great Uh, pick. My pick. Great pick. Uh, Left on the board, Michigan, Penn state in happy Valley. uh, And Ole Miss travels to Athens to take on Georgia. Last two weeks here. I think that is the whiteout game. I believe it is as well. And Michigan's schedule is a joke up until this point. UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana, Michigan State, Purdue. Complete, complete uh, poverty Mm -hmm. scheduling here. Week 12, NC State travels to Virginia Tech. Bryce, no, Pat, you get the first pick in week 12. Oh, I lost my first pick privileges, I guess. I was getting a little, uh, <laughs> a little nervous. But I got a little choppy out here. I think I got the pick that you guys are probably circling here. But, uh, but no, you reven- saw them play UConn. You saw it's them play re- UConn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a re- it's a revenge game. You know, everyone was fired up about Hendon Hooker in the Vols last year, and then they went down to Sanford Stadium. And uh, the better team won. Georgia you know, knocked them around that day. Well, guess what? We got a revenge match at Neyland Stadium. Georgia comes in and plays the Vols, and that is my pick. Really excited to see what happens with Joe Milton this year and how good he is because they lost a lot of talent. 
up there uh, in Knoxville. That is my pick. I'm going to actually, since I did Bryce a non-favor in the last round, I'm going to do him a favor, and I'm going to leave him this game. And I'm going to pick Kentucky-South Carolina because Kentucky and South Carolina are two teams in the SEC that nobody really thinks about, but Kentucky has overachieved the last few years. You have a young coach in Shane Beamer who's doing a great job. You have a young coach at Kentucky, Coach Stoops, who's done a really good job. I just think that's going to be a fun matchup. I think they're going to be a bunch of, a bunch of points scored. Um, and I've never been to Columbia, so I'm going to go to Columbia and I'm going to watch Sandstorm. Bryce, you're welcome. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to pick my matchup, uh, and you're not going to think of it, and then you're going to be like, that was a good pick. But obviously Pat picked what I had on my board, Georgia, Tennessee. Hard not to go to Knoxville. With that being off the board, I'm going to go in a different direction. That's going to be a great time. It's going to College game day is going to be there, assuming Tennessee takes care of business. Obviously, I'm really confident Georgia will. Um, you know, people are going to be talking about that game all week, only for Georgia, I think, to beat them pretty badly. Um, not not getting in front of what I think Tennessee is going to do this year. The game that I'm going to pick, and it might be a better party. So think about that before I say it. You so it's be- not. So it's not the BYU Oklahoma game. No, I am. I am going to the App State James Madison game. Wow, good pick. That's I mean, a good pick. They could have a combined like 18 wins at that point. Um, if you had a tier college football um, where you know Penn State's probably the number the top tier two team, if like because they can't beat Ohio State, you know what I mean? The, the App State James Madison game feels like a national championship amongst those schools. Like they have been the best for the last 10 years. I hope they both get a chance to continue to grow. Um, I think that game is going to be awesome. If there was any other game that week besides Georgia, Tennessee college game day would probably consider going to that one. Um, and it would be an absolute ruckus. So I'm going to go to, um, to Harrisonburg. Surprisingly left on the board, Carolina traveling to death Valley to take on Clemson, uh, which will certainly be a fun game. Week 13, taking us home rivalry week, rivalry week, Virginia tech takes on UVA at Charlottesville again for like the, 50th time in a row we're playing Charlottesville. Um, but uh, Patrick or Bryce, Nate Draft always gets me, man. They're Bryce. confusing. Uh, yeah, we have to draw, draw you a diagram. It's not it's not Billy first each time. Yeah, Bryce, Bryce, you go ahead. <laughs> um, so when I did this, we didn't have the rule about Virginia Tech. Um, I obviously was going to pick the Virginia Tech UVA game. A wise man once told me that you never, ever, ever miss that football game. Um, I selfishly always enjoy when it's in Charlottesville versus Blacksburg. Um, my, uh, my wife's family lives there. It's, it's, we're able to be there for Thanksgiving. It's, it's always a great time. And those football games have been awesome. The last couple of renditions. Um, I don't know what section we've sneaked down to, but it's, uh, <laughs> always been, it's been a great time. Even in the loss, it was a great time, right? All good rivalries should have some back and forth. Um, so that there's my that would be my top choice. Otherwise, um, looking at the slate here, obviously huge rivalry week, tons of great games. You know, West Virginia Baylor is one I could probably pick, um, but I am going to go with um, Penn State at Michigan State. Haven't picked any of them. I've already seen Ohio State and Michigan. Um, you know, Penn State if they have a special year, that that game could mean something. Um, I think it would mean more in a year where we have an expanded playoff. 
Um, you know, Penn State would be looking to secure one of the last spots. Um, East Lansing seems like a great time. You know, every once in a while they have a team that wins nine or ten games. Um, that's probably what I'm picking just because so much is off the board um, for this rivalry week already. I'm picking up the phone. I'm calling my old high school coach, Chris Partridge, and I'm saying, yo, I need a favor. I know it's the hottest ticket in America. I know everybody wants to go to this game. I am coming to Ann Arbor. I'm coming to A2, and I'm bringing Josh Jackson with me. We are going to the Ohio State-Michigan game in Ann Arbor, um, which is which is going to be a ton of fun. you got Ohio State – who I think has a little bit more of a challenging schedule. You have Michigan, who's recruited at an elite level. They feel good about the quarterback position. Um, Jim Harbaugh, he is in his bag, his McDonald's bag specifically. Um, So go ahead and uh, give me Ohio State and Michigan. The game. The game. game It's been the last few years, too. Michigan has had the upper hand. Well, for rivalry week, I – I got a few good ones here on the board. Florida State's at Florida. Um, you got Clemson going to Willie B. That's another revenge match. But I am it's going. Time. It's time. <laughs> I, it's time. It's time. You know, in a parallel universe, I've been to this game already. But guess what? I can't desert the Hokies because you never miss the UVA game. But we're going down to Jordan Hare, and we are taking in the Iron Bowl. And you know, crazy things happen in the Iron Bowl, and there's nothing like the Iron Bowl. I know the Civil War is still on the schedule, too. Um, the Egg Bowl is also an opportunity. I know Billy Ray probably wants to go to the Egg Bowl when it's not in Starkville, but uh, I think the no-brainer choice when the Hokies are not an option is the Iron Bowl here. Um, Guys, Pat, I'm you, proud of us. Pat, you mentioned this game, and I, I I know we've already picked, but I hope College Game Day does the right thing here. I, I don't I don't care if Ohio State and Michigan are both undefeated. I, I, they they go to that game every year. It's it's overdone. The game they should go to this year, assuming both teams are competitive, and it's the right thing to do, is to go to the Oregon State Oregon game. Mm-hmm. Because Oregon State's football program might be a shell of itself in a couple years. And they have a top – they finished like 15th last year. They, they won like 11 games or 10 games. They, I know the game's not in Corvallis, and that would be you know really poetic. College game day needs to go to that football game if it's going to be the last rendition or it's actually competitive. Because it's going to be a huge drop-off if Oregon State ends up in the Mountain West. And they're just not going to be able to compete with Oregon. Fellas, I got to run. You guys finish up, and I'm going to go low. (laughs) Yeah, you you enjoyed all of that. Sorry. That's a that's a great point, Bryce. I, I I do think I do think that would be poetic. And I've said I've tweeted this a couple of times. I'm really hoping I'd love to see Oregon State win the Pac-12. I'd love to see it happen again. I think I think the thing that's lost in conference realignment is not only oh my specific team who's probably going to be okay and end up in the Big 12 or the SEC and the Big 10, um, and you're just kind of worried about that. There are programs that are in the middle of nowhere that are only able to compete because they're held up by the rest of the conference and they do punch up and make things happen. And I think that, I think that Oregon state is one of those schools that fall directly into that, uh, into that group. Yeah. I, I, you know, I kind of have a soft spot for, for Oregon state and Washington state one. I've been to Pullman. We played regionals there. Um, 
my junior year. That's a great area. It's beautiful. Um, but to me, Washington State and Oregon State are, are similar to the fabric of our school. Like, we're more fortunate that we live on the East Coast in a much more dense area that we might, we will probably be okay with conference realignment. But those schools, middle of nowhere, in the Pacific Northwest, I mean, they're very in the middle of nowhere. No one's throwing them a lifeboat. There's no one talking about adding them like they're doing with Cal and Stanford. So um, I hope they have a great year too. I really hope college game day goes to that game and, and goes against their, their usual pick of the game, regardless if it's the game of the year or not. Last question. This is a throw in and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap up. If you could only pick to go to one Virginia tech game this year, which game would you go to? And let's do, let's do home and let's do away. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think, think we can fair. both, I think we can both agree that, Charlottesville like we both love Charlottesville we've said it we went to the we went to the 2019 loss and it's the it's the most fun I've ever had at a Virginia Tech game that Virginia Tech ended up losing it was a perfect day the weather was awesome um and the environment was great it's the it might have been one of the loudest games I've ever been to at Scott Stadium at not just at Scott Stadium in college football in general um that was a great environment um but yeah what are your uh what are you thinking yeah so uh away game um, I think this one's probably obvious, and you'll have a similar pick. Probably go back down to Tallahassee. Um, mm-hmm. I went there when we beat them on Labor Day a couple years ago. Um, spent all day at Madison Social. Place was awesome. The fans are great there. I don't know if anyone has anything bad to say about Florida State fans. I don't. They were so welcoming, even though we kicked their ass. Um, place is super fun. It's you know synonymous with college football. That's going to be the away game I go to, um, and I'm going to turn it around next week. Um, I know it's just Wake Forest at home, but always love being in Blacksburg for homecoming. Um, get to be on the field for Interstand Man through the Monogram Club. Um, bringing my daughter, Elsie, to her very first game that week. Um, we all have a house together, which I'm really excited about. Um, that week won't be as much about the football but it'll be about the things that like matter most, like being there with my family and stuff. We might not even watch a play and it doesn't really matter. Um, it's going to be really fun um, to introduce uh, my baby girl to Virginia tech football and for all of us to be there together. So those are my two picks. We were talking about week zero, but getting, getting the child out to Lane stadium before she even turns one is a, uh, is a special, special thing. So yeah. I'm fi- I'm fired up for you. That's going to be just awesome. Need, just need one pick. That's what I'm rooting for. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the game that I can't go to. Um, and it's okay. It's okay. Cause, uh, we're going to Scottsdale that week. Um, but I would have loved to go to the Virginia tech Louisville game just to take in Louisville, do the bourbon trail. Um, I think that would be a ton of fun for a road game. I, I will be going to Florida state. Um, like 99% sure I'm working that out in terms of a home game. I, 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 it's Thursday night. Virginia Tech, Thursday night, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, October 26th. The weather's going to be great. The trees are going to be changing colors. Um, give me the Syracuse at Virginia Tech game on Thursday night. Um, yeah. I like though that. I think our schedule is going to be a lot of fun. I know people it is easy, but it, it's it's not, in my opinion. Um, it might by the numbers, but it's a lot of fun matchups, a lot of great places that you would have a chance to go to this year. Um, Rutgers, mm-hmm. Florida State, Louisville. Um, the Virginia game, if you haven't been, um, I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be really fun, and I, I hope we we, uh, we we do some damage. 
Bryce, this was a fun podcast. We will be doing this every year. This is a fun exercise. You found a way to work in App State. You found in a way to work in Washington. Um, this was uh, this was a ton of fun, and we're looking forward to it. Kickoffs right around the corner. Bryce, you enjoy your uh, you enjoy your Sunday. I will. Thanks, BRM. Thanks, Pat. Reach out to you and say. Take a hit, it's stop.